RPN, the Roddenberry Podcast Network. Today's daily Star Trek news is supported by listeners like you, patrons through Patreon. Find out more and add your support at patreon.com forward slash daily Star Trek news. Hello and welcome to your daily Star Trek news from the Roddenberry Podcast Network. I'm Alison Pitt, and today is Tuesday, July 16th, 2019. On today's show, Quentin Tarantino could use a loophole to make a Star Trek movie. Chris Pine remembers Anton Yelchin in a new clip from Love and Tosha. And CBS and Viacom are reportedly targeting a deadline for a merger deal, and it's sooner than you think. All this plus the week's Trek trivia, coming up next. Much has been made in recent weeks about Quentin Tarantino's claim to only want to make 10 films. His most recent film, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, is his ninth, and if he were to make that rumoured Star Trek film that's been making the rounds, that would mean Star Trek would be his 10th and last film. As recently as two weeks ago, Tarantino implied that he might not even make a 10th film, Star Trek or not. At the time, he said, if Once Upon a Time in Hollywood's really well received, maybe I won't go to 10. Maybe I'll stop right now. Maybe I'll stop while I'm ahead. We'll see. But in an interview with Cinema Blend's Real Blend podcast this week, he implied that he could employ a loophole to make Star Trek and one more film, but that he probably wouldn't. He said, I guess I do have a loophole if the idea was to throw a loophole into it, which would be to go, uh, I guess Star Trek doesn't count. I can do Star Trek, but naturally I would end on an original. But the idea of doing 10 isn't to come up with a loophole. I actually think if I was going to do Star Trek, I should commit to it. It's my last movie. There should be nothing left-handed about it. I don't know if I'm going to do that, but that might happen. I'll just ignore the dig at left-handed people. Ahem. Tarantino also went on to say that making his last film a Star Trek film could be an exploration of where his career might have gone. He said, Maybe I could have had a different career if I looked for other people's scripts, or if I wanted to find a book to be inspired by and do an adaptation of. That would have been a different career and maybe that could be fun to explore on the 10th movie. He was also clear, however, that nothing is set in stone, saying, I don't know, I mean, I'm making all this up as I go along. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, which is rapidly becoming the de facto Star Trek IV prequel, is due out in cinemas later this month. The documentary Love Antosha is a tribute to the beloved actor Anton Yelchin, who played Chekhov in the films Star Trek, Star Trek Into Darkness, and Star Trek Beyond. He was tragically killed in an accident at his home in 2016. Love Antosha premiered at the Sundance Film Festival in January of this year, and it's getting set for a theatrical release later this summer. IGN posted an exclusive new clip of the film yesterday, featuring Yelchin's friend and co-star, Chris Pine. 
In the clip, it's clear that Pine was fond of Yelchin, and he gave some insights into what the late actor was like behind the scenes. Pine said, Anton was bursting at the seams with passion and intensity and love and curiosity and a deep weirdness behind that little face. Pine went on to explain that Yelchin was an art lover and tried to share his passion with his friend. While Pine admits going to a film exhibition was not his idea of a good time, he praised Yelchin's vision. He said Anton was a lover of the avant-garde. He was a true explorer. You know, he was always pushing boundaries in his art and his life and his experiences. He sought out those kind of really charged moments. Love Antosha will be released in Los Angeles on August 2nd and in New York on August 9th. Up next, more news and Trek Trivia Tuesday, but first, a word from me. I hope that you're enjoying daily Star Trek news as much as I enjoy bringing it to you. I really hope that by creating this show, I've managed to make you feel a little closer to the Star Trek universe. Now, if you're enjoying this content, then please help me keep it coming. From just $1 a month, your support can help me focus on bringing you new Star Trek content as it happens every weekday. Just head over to patreon.com forward slash daily Star Trek news and see how your contributions could make a difference. That's patreon.com forward slash daily Star Trek news. And a big thanks to you for supporting this show. The will they won't they between CBS and Viacom may be coming to a close sooner rather than later. CNBC ran a report yesterday saying that the two companies are targeting a deadline of August 8th for a deal, according to people familiar with the matter. What's so special about August 8th? Well, it just so happens that that's the day that both CBS and Viacom are expected to report their second quarter earnings. The CNBC report said that both companies have conceptually agreed that a deal makes sense, but that the details of the deal are far from set. CNBC cites management issues and pricing as two major hurdles. Outside of those issues, the talks are expected to focus on the forward strategy of the combined company, CNBC said. The newly merged entity could focus on expansion of its existing streaming services, such as CBS All Access, or it could focus on selling programming and collecting license fees, a strategy which has been a successful cornerstone of CBS's recent performance. Either way, a deal, once reached, could close quickly, since both companies are currently controlled by National Amusements, led by Sumner Redstone. Watch this space. And now, it's Trek Trivia Tuesday. Did you know, the central starship in Gene Roddenberry's original pitch for Star Trek was not the USS Enterprise, but the USS Yorktown. It was named after the World War II aircraft carrier of the same name, which itself was named after the Battle of Yorktown, the last major battle of the American Revolution. So now, a trivia question for you. Although Gene Roddenberry changed the name of the main starship in Star Trek to Enterprise, we still saw the USS Yorktown in two other iterations on screen. But what were the registry numbers of the two other Yorktowns? Find out on Friday's episode of Daily Star Trek News. 
Now, don't forget that both Priority One and Mission Log will be broadcasting live this evening. Priority One is up first, broadcasting the live recording of the show that you'll hear when it comes out on Friday. Get a peek at how the sausage is made and hang out in the chat room. That's at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on Facebook, Twitch, YouTube, and Twitter. Head to PriorityOnePodcast.com for details. Then at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific, it's Mission Log Live. Paramount executive Dave Rossi has been part of the Star Trek franchise since the next generation. He'll stop by the show to talk about the ins and outs of Trek TV and film production, as well as Trek-themed attractions. Visit facebook.com forward slash mission log pod for more. Well, that's it for today's daily Star Trek news from the Roddenberry Podcast Network. For more great Star Trek podcasts, be sure to check out podcasts.roddenberry.com. This show is supported by people like you, patrons through Patreon. Find out more and add your support at patreon.com forward slash daily Star Trek news. If you'd like to get in touch with me, just shoot me an email at info at dailystartreknews.com or find the show on Twitter and Instagram at Daily Trek News. I'm Allison Pitt. Live long and prosper. Podcast.roddenberry.com The Roddenberry Podcast Network.